Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hey, welcome to the Samples Doctrine Podcast. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin, and we have the best guest we've ever had <laughs> yeah, on right. the podcast. That's probably true. Well, th- <laughs> for the second time, we have my wife Yay. of 45 years, Julie, yes. and you just crushed it the last time, mm-hmm. I think, even though you said, I will not be on your podcast, I don't want to do this, I do not, I'm not into this, but you came. Yes, and, and people had to wait a week I know, to I hear know. this next next episode. Yeah, I know. So we are so excited about it. And it's going to be a great episode. I already am <laughs> anticipating We'll this. see. Yes. No, we prayed and we asked the Lord and he's always faithful. <laughs> so last time we talked about Julie, the wife and mom of me, not the mom of me, <laughs> our children, yes. the wife of me, the mom of our children, mm-hmm. um, and just your role supporting mm-hmm. and me. And if you haven't listened to that, I would encourage you to because- Absolutely. It's not just that you're supporting me. You are. You are finding have found fulfillment uh, doing what God. You believe God has called you to do mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in these different roles. So this week it's Julie the creative, mm-hmm. meaning uh, all the ways you served uh, as a sound engineer. Like you've been running sound since 1976, <laughs> and trying to retire now. And I think you have retired. I have retired, but. <laughs> It was it's a long way, uh, and a vocalist for a number of years, and a set designer. Mm-hmm. You have designed countless sets for the Worship God conferences and for Sunday albums. gatherings and albums, yeah. and um, and then giver of hospitality. Mm-hmm. So so we want to talk about those things, and obviously you haven't done all those things at the same time. <laughs> That'd be exhausting. It would be so. Um, you know the, the the general overview history is you ran Sound for Glad for eight years and then did you start running Sound for the Church right away? I don't mm, remember. I that. don't even remember. No, because um, all of the kids were little. Yes, that's right. So when the kids were little, you weren't serving. No. In in that at all. Serving even, my kids. Serving your kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say to to do you to a one uh, to a mom. You know, so do you um, work outside the home? And they, the answer is, no, no, I don't. I work inside the home. Yeah. That's, yeah I'm always working. Moms are exactly. always working. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, if you don't work outside the home, you don't do anything. No, no, I'm, I'm working yeah. on my inside the home. Uh, so anyway, you've transitioned, uh, didn't run sound for a while. Then you started running sound for mm-hmm. a number of years. And then when we were in Charlotte, you were a vocalist for a few years, moved to Maryland. You were a vocalist there for a bit. And then started running That's sound. That's a story. That is a story. We're not going to share it here on the podcast. <laughs> and then we, uh, you were doing more running sound. You did that for a lot. Yeah. Um, and then have just shown hospitality for 45 years. Uh, yeah. So how, what's, what was it like to transition from one season to another? So, mm-hmm. you know, from just being a mom to doing the sound, and were you okay with not doing the sound? Because mm-hmm. you'd been doing it for eight years with the band. And how yeah. do you process all that? I think the number one way I've processed it is uh, by how my kids are doing. That's um, a great measure. That's been the barometer. Um, 
So, I mean, there were times when I was singing in the church plant and the kids would be sitting on the front row and I'd be like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop touching each other. You know, it's just like, yeah, okay, this isn't working. Um, and that's, and that's true of a lot of small churches. Yes. That's yes. happening. Yeah. The husband and wife are both on the team. Right, right, right. Um, and then, you know, I mean, being on the road, I think, probably prepared me for a lot because, we, you know, there's grace at the moment. But when you look back, you go, we mm. were like crazy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I this? would be like, you know, nursing a baby, expressing milk, tr- you know, trying to get them ready to send off with some strangers to some hotel <laughs> we had never been to. I treated my sweating, wife so well. Sweating bullets, you know, in the stall of the bathroom and trying to get ready so they could run in and mix, you know. It and was you're just setting like, up and tearing down and putting it back yes, in the bus. while her husband is ministering to people. Yes, talking. <laughs> talking, ministering talking, to talking, ministry, talking, shepherding. So crazy. Yeah, but that just made me realize, like, you know, you, you can be really flexible and God's wow. going to take care of you and, mm-hmm. and all that. So, um, yeah, so I think the kids would more predict That's good. Um, where the need was, you know, like you know, this guy's out of control. I need to focus on them hmm. for this and I need to step back rather than kind of owning, like, this is my thing. You mm. guys don't understand. I mix. Like, everybody's <laughs> got to submit to that because this is what I'm good at. Wow. You know, or, you know, I mean, I want to share that story about singing. Like, so we, I got to sing because everybody says, oh, you're so expressive. Not a great voice, but I'm very expressive. Could be a B level. So so in Charlotte I got to sing and it was like so much fun. And um, And you are when people see Julie sing, it's it's just inspiring. Yeah, joy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so then we get to we move to Covenant Life, which was a big church in uh, Maryland. And you know, started singing again and stuff. And then there was that faithful day when, you know, Bob said, you know. Uh-oh. Oh, no. You're really more of a B singer than an A singer. And I, we need A singers. And so I kind so of, I yes, kind of like right. slinked back to the soundboard and was like, okay, I guess I'll mix. I'm sure it was a gentle, caring conversation. But it was definitely the B and the but A was thing was very B and clear. A. Yes, yes. <laughs> Awkward chills. <laughs> but it was great. I mean, it was like, okay, yeah, I need to, I need to be okay with that. I, it's not my thing that mm. I hold tightly to. Mm. It's this th- way that I get to serve, and if it's not serving, yep, step back. Mm. And, and again, and there's going to be other people, so good. other yeah. people that are more gifted, and I have to be okay with that. I don't need to compare myself or. Somehow, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I need to take lessons and then I could be an A. Right, right. You know, it's like, no, I, I just need to be who I am and serve mm-hmm. where I should serve and be happy and, with that. And from, from you know, my perspective, I just didn't, I love having Julie on the, on the, in the band. And, yeah. But I just couldn't allow that to influence the fact that, yeah, it's a big church, a lot of people. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I want my wife on it. no. no God puts gifts in the body, and this First Corinthians twelve talks about, for the express purpose of people using those gifts and building each other up. Yeah, 
And you know, he talks about not saying, you know, if I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a foot, I want to be a hand, you right. know, or right. you know, everybody should be an eye. Mm-hmm. No, everybody has their gifts, and yeah. we're going to be happiest and most fulfilled if we are operating in those gifts. Mm-hmm. So I had to believe that for Julie too. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to say, well, no, I, I love to hear you sing, but there are people... <laughs> Keep I, it at home. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear you sing, but uh, there are people who can sing better and, you know, yeah. and, and you're really gifted in these other things. Right, so right. Yes, but if you you're, really and well. if you're not holding on, just like you said, yeah. Julie, if you're not holding on to that so white knuckle, like so tight-fisted, it, it frees you up to go, oh, yeah, I can serve yeah. in a different capacity. Yeah. Well, it's We've whether talked... you're serving or whether you're like, Trying to this impress. is my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my identity. Yeah. And if I lose this, yeah. like, who am I? It's like, no. Right. Right, well, it's exactly. whose who's glory you're using your gift for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're using it for God's glory, then you can say, yeah, I don't want to use that gift for my glory. I want to use this one. And you go, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you did that really well. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think what's motivated all of these different things that I do is is wanting to support what you do, you know, and fit in there somehow, you know. Mm. And in God's kindness, he prepared me way back when, when I was mm. in college, mm. for this time, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. not knowing that yes. that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I remember, I mean, with set design, you know, so that was, you know, in 19... 19- what, 70s or something yep, when I majored 70s. in that. <clears throat> and then thinking, okay, that was cool. You know, I took a lot of art classes and, you know, so that was fun. You know, but <laughs> but then you have, you know, six kids. And, and I remember you were doing a Worship God conference. And I was like, I mean, have you ever thought about, like, what this stage would look like? <laughs> He's this like, is why we're a team. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, there's a velvet curtain. Yeah. We're good. And, um, and I said, well, you know, would it be okay if I like came up with something, you know? And it was just mm. like, there was, I felt like there was a need. I felt like I could fit into that. Um, I had the time, the kids were older, you know, it was just, it was just the time for that. Yeah, that's it, so good. It wasn't yeah. something that I should have been doing when the kids were like, you know, oh, one three, to five. eight yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, it was just yeah. like, no, this is, this is the time that God's bringing this one out. This is so great. Yeah. You know? And so how, how easy to, it is for us to sort of push everything aside, even responsibilities. No, 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 no. God's called me to do this. Yes. I need to do. Yeah. And we can be so narrow minded mm-hmm. in our focus. Uh, but again, I'm just reminded that God has used so many different elements of your story to bring him glory in different seasons. It's very cool. Well, it is amazing. Yeah. It's this combination. Uh, I mean, one of the questions I wanted to ask, and it just leads right into it, of of being supportive. I mean, I, I always felt your support, but then being creative. Mm-hmm. You you take initiative. So, so I remember that conversation. I had forgotten it, but where you came to me and said, "Have you ever thought about doing something?" You know, now I kind of just assume it that you like <laughs> want to have a conference. Well, you're going to design it. Um, and then I've taken pictures of you just like with the miter saw, you know, building stuff. Like, yeah. And our neighbors, even where we live, they will say, oh, yeah, your wife was building something out there. What was she doing? And, well, she's been on a set for a conference I'm doing. Yeah. And um, you, you just have been so faithful. But how do you mm-hmm. balance that? Like, okay, this is, this is my thing. And uh, versus I want to support what. You know, Bob's doing. Well, because you're really talented at it. And so also the element of humility, 
How, how do you humbly support, mm-hmm. but also be creative? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not the best at that because he <laughs> trusts. Humble. Well, of, yeah, I think you're humble. Yeah, but I feel like you've given me a lot of like rope to be able to do stuff. I do trust you implicitly. Yeah, so you trust me, and I come up with stuff, and it's like I don't even run it past them. It's like, yeah, this is what we're gonna do, you know. And it was interesting because the last album, the Psalms album, Mm -hmm. I like had a really specific vision, (laughs) right? Really specific because there were gonna be videos. Um, of what this set was going to look like, mm-hmm. and I spent all this time making this stuff, and this like if there was green was going to be kind of the theme, you know, it's the Psalms, and I was so excited about it, and I made these flats that were like color gradation of green, and and how I was, big are those flats? Uh, four by eight. Four by eight, yeah. Yeah, so I made six of them. So they're massive. <laughs> and then I did some wood ones. Um, so, like, I was really excited about I It's probably the first time I've, like, called people that were in the house and said, come look at this. Like, I really like this, <laughs> you know, and stuff. And so then we get there, and we have this huge video company doing stuff, yeah. serving us. Entourage. And, uh, and I had to go home at some point. And I come back, and I see a picture, and they had changed it with lighting all to blue. I was just like, man, are you kidding me? Um, and it was just like, it was a moment for me of like, so is this about me? And, you know, like my vision is preeminent, you know, in this, you know, it can't move from here. Or am I like wanting to serve these videos and these guys that have worked so hard and know so much more than me and stuff? So, so it was a good test for me. So I'm not that humble. Well, you are because you pursue humility and you recognize, oh, that's pride in my heart. Yeah, I mean, we never yeah. get rid of that. Right. Uh, yeah. But it's how we respond to it. And you, you know, some people would say, you fight for it. No, I yeah. said this. And, and I just see that again and again mm. in the, the things you propose. And I'm yeah. just really grateful that you are that way. Because <laughs> yes. uh, I just have all these pictures, uh, whether it's a, you know, for a particular Sunday morning series, we used to do that, a church we're part of, um, or a conference where you're, you're coming up with these ideas. But here's something that's true about Julie, too. If she does come up with an idea, she will ask me, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. And if I say, eh, it's not quite... Sometimes I have to convince you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's willing to work with that. It's not like, yes. well, no, you're an idiot. You don't know anything about this, but... Mm. Um, Leave the stuff to the To artists. the pros, the professionals. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, just I've, I've been in the room with the back and forth of the creative process. It's like whether it's building sets or writing songs yeah. or whatever, it's the humility to say, I want to give my opinion, but I also want right. to be... Flexible in the process, mm-hmm. which I think is so great. Uh, I just want to m- kind of mark this because uh, this podcast is going to come out um, in a little bit. But uh, just the set design that you did on the Heaven Has Come album uh, for our acoustic videos yeah. and for our uh, Oh Come All You Unfaithful, the backdrop is the album cover that Julie, you know, built at, to you know massive scale. And it just became like a really cool identity to that record, mm. uh, just that red flat. And yeah, I just think fun. that yeah. was such a fun process to be a to yes. be a part of. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, you have touched and influenced lots of different records and mm. projects we've yep. Yep, yep. done through Sovereign Grace Music. It's a privilege. So I want to shift a little bit here. Well, not shift too much, but talk about hospitality. 
Yes. Uh, because I could not do what I do without Julie's gift of hospitality. Mm. Uh, and I don't know how many people we've had through our home. I don't know how many people we've had eat in our home. I don't know how many people we've had stay overnight in our home and how many people we've had live in our home. David and Jules Me being, being a testimony uh, yes, to that. for a year. Um, <laughs> and could do none of it apart from your desire to mm. bless people with your gifts. So how do you think about that? How, how, why, where does that come from? Because you didn't grow in a home, grow up in a home like that. No. Um, what, w- what about the gospel? What about mm. your relationship with the Lord makes that so easy for you? Obviously, He's gifted you. God has gifted yes. you in that. Yeah, and I hope people aren't feeling like wives, especially like, oh my gosh, not another thing. You know, I mean, <laughs> I do have a strength in this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But, but it's it's grown. Absolutely, absolutely. I think I think part of it. But let, let me oh, say, sorry. even when we were living in a two-bedroom row house in Philadelphia, we had some people <laughs> live with us, and you would always want to have people over at our home. When we were living in that four-bedroom wow. apartment in Virginia, we would always have people over at our home. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it it is true that you've grown and our mm-hmm. ability to do things mm-hmm. have grown, but that desire right. to bless people in our home. Yeah has been there for as long as I've known you. Mm -hmm. Well, it was definitely born out of, um, we growing up never had anybody over to our home. I mean, that Mm -hmm. was just, you just did not do that. Um, And when I was converted um, and we were living in Philadelphia, I was going to school, um, we weren't married yet, I think. Um, Somebody, there was one music student um, who she had an apartment and she would have us mm. a group of students over and she only had like a little like toaster oven or something but she would cook like baked you know chicken breast stuffed and I mean it was wow. just amazing she was so gifted mm. and so that was like that's that's amazing and then um Later on, this couple that was part of our church invited Gluskin, invited a bunch of us over to their house, and one of it was like, "Oh my goodness, they like, they live in Philadelphia. They like have a home. Um, we'd never seen that before. Wow. Uh, I think they had a child. But I don't remember. Maybe. Um, that the fact that they invited this ragtag group into their home." <laughs> Just, I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. Wow. We're and I think impacted. we just had spaghetti. And it was just like, I just couldn't believe it. And I was, I left there and I was like, I want to be like that. That's cool. Like when I get married, mm. I want to have people in our home and, and, you know, be able to mm. bless people yeah. like that because yeah. it meant so much to us. Mm. Um, so I wanted to be like that. Um, and then I think when we started having, well, yeah. I mean, we were so poor because we were in the band. <laughs> like, we had, like, what did you make? Glamorous then? Road Life. $20 a week, mm, and they paid our rent. Yes. The 70s. It was slim pickings, <laughs> you know, but every once in a while, pork chops would be on sale, mm. and you'd get this <laughs> vat of pork chops, and I'd invite some of the other guys that lived on the <laughs> block with us over. You know, but it was just like, I wow. just want to be able to... Yeah, have I feel like you get to know people and people get to know you yeah. when they're in your home. Mm. You know, not just at a meeting. 
you know, mm-hmm. but they they see you. So my my thing has always been I want people just to, I realize like okay we've got this like bunch of kids, you know, and it's crazy. Um, so the way this is really going to work is if people are just can just come and feel a part of our family. Yes. Yes. You know, um, I can't. How do you I can't, do that with young kids? Well, you adjust your expectations. Mm. I mean, I think some people. I don't know if this is across the board with like Christian, but it's like everything. There's this expectation that everything has to be perfect in yeah. order to have somebody over. Yeah. So how can we keep the kids quiet? How can everything be cleaned perfectly yeah. before yeah. somebody steps in? And I have a nice flower arrangement, and everything's perfect. Right. Um, that's just the way the world does it. Hmm. You know, me. I'm like, I want to invite people into my home. They're a part of this family now. They're this is here. the way we live. Yeah. You're welcome to join us. Yeah. yeah. If you don't like that, fine. But yeah. this, <laughs> this is the way it's going to be. Yes. You know, and um, so that just takes all the pressure off. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, how, you know, you know, the baby's crying. Oh, no. You know, and you start sweating. You know, it's like, no, babies cry. You know, <laughs> what's, yeah. what's the big cries? surprise? And one day you're probably going to have babies that cry. You know, yeah. it's just... This is what real life is like. Well, and if you're serving your guests, which you guys do so well to get to know them and build a relationship, it's not, oh, how do they perceive me when they walk into my home? Right. Yeah. It's more of a, I, we, we're, we're extending our service and love mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's the same way they're perceiving you when you're like doing ministry. Mm. Like uh, one of the things I love about doing the Worship God Conference, which I, we do every other year since like 2006, four, six... Um, is doing it here, we've done it other places, is that we get to have like speakers and musicians into our home. Yeah. Because I, I want to create a... I don't want there to be a gap between who we are publicly mm-hmm. and who we are in our home. Mm-hmm. So it's just great to have people come in. I mean, they'll, they'll come in after you know, the, the evening. Used to be. We've uh, changed the end time of the day now. Uh, in time of the meetings, but um, they come in at like 10 and stay at like 1. Yeah. And then we're there, you know, the next morning, 9 o'clock. Okay, here we are. And, right. But you can do it for a few days and you just get mm. to talk to people and they get to talk to you and it's in your home. And what Julie was saying about, you know, not feeling you have to make it a dressed up place. I mean, sure, if you clean your house. I mean, you should clean your house, <laughs> but not all the time and not, yeah. you know, only when people are coming over. It's just, no, we have a schedule. We, we keep things kind of clean. And, um, but if you have an opportunity to have someone over on a Sunday, uh, so, I mean, now we have family over and whoever's living with us on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So Julie's making meals Every Sunday, pretty much, she keeps asking me, can we go out? And we do go out occasionally <laughs> on Sundays. Um, Still trying but, after all those years. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, I can't tell you what a, a, a joy it is for me as a worship pastor, as a pastor, mm. to know that I have a wife who loves to have people in our, in, in our home. 
mm-hmm. um, because I want them to see the gospel is net, not just about what we do in a meeting. Right. That's great. The gospel is about the way we live our lives. It's about the way we love each other. It's yeah. about the way we love our children. It's about we, the way we love them. It's about the books we've read. You know, they'll come into our home and see, oh, you've read these books. It's about yeah. you know the things that surround our home. That the gospel has an effect on all of those. Mm-hmm. So yeah. mm-hmm. why wouldn't we want to share those with right. people and, so and not great. feel that pressure to kind of impress? Yeah. I yeah. I mean, one little tip I learned early on was because um, we're a much more spontaneous people. I mean, just our we personalities. Are, kind of more Maybe it's poor planning. I don't know. <laughs> but um, it's a strength, Jewel, not a weakness. Strength, it's a yes. strength. <laughs> Um, but I just realized, like, I need to have, like, a cleaning schedule so that mm-hmm. I know that my house is relatively clean. And if Bob calls up and says, hey, can so-and-so come over tonight? It's not like a, oh, oh my gosh, I've got it. You know, yeah. it's like, no, it, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, um, I would always, you know, take out extra chicken breasts or, you know, whatever, just to know that I have that ability to yes, yeah, yeah. to flex into things. Now, part of that is having six kids. Mm. Um, so adding a few more people to that mix is, is not a huge deal, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm already cooking this yeah. vat of yeah, yeah. stuff. Right. Um, so that's, that really has has just helped. I think it's just primed me for that. You know, when yeah. you have one kid, you're kind of like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're going to have a family yeah. over, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel bad, you know, right now with my cancer, people are making meals. I'm like, yeah, oh, sorry, guys. We have like two other families living with us right now. And, <laughs> you know, you this isn't just more? me. This isn't just me and Bob. I'm so sorry. You know. No, but it's a work. I mean, it's a. a well, that, yeah. Being able to live with you, you know, and our two kids in your basement, uh, it it just, I mean, you guys have put on display what true, you know, hospitality and selflessness looks like, and we've benefited from it. Mm, I mean, that's that's the thing. It's there's so much benefit to the recipient. You know, we want to we want to build our home to do that as well, and that passes on as you learned. Uh, if I could sort of pivot the conversation yep. uh, in the, these kind of final moments, you mentioned uh, that you have cancer. Um, and, uh, I, I wanted to ask the question, how, how do you guys process that together? Mm. Uh, how, how do you process trials, uh, as you've gone through seasons uh, <laughs> of trials had a few in your marriage? Uh, and, and in what ways do you guys strengthen each other? Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely uh, depend on the Lord first, but depend on each other. I mean, there are times when Julie's really strong and I'm kind of freaking out, and there are times when <laughs> she's anxious. <laughs> anxious would be a good word, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and sh- I can help her. Um, maybe I should let you talk about this first. Just Well, I mean, specifically about cancer. Like, I've just, you know, you wrestle through things, but you have to, I always have to, my foundation is what I know to be true about God. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know he's all-powerful. Mm-hmm. I know he can do anything. I know he's good and he's faithful. And he has only been faithful to me and he's only mm-hmm. been good to me. You know, oh, you have cancer. Okay, well, I need to view that through that rather than, oh, I have cancer. What does this mean about God? Did he like blink or something? Like, you know, what's going on? Or is he punishing me? Or, 
you know, all those wow. things. Like I always have to start with and stand <laughs> strongly mm-hmm. on what I know to be true about God. Mm-hmm. I'm reading um, Paul Tripp's book on suffering during this time, and it is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And really I good. think his the early part of it is just drilling into your head. Like the thing that you're going through isn't the big thing. The big mm-hmm. thing is what's going on in your heart wow. mm-hmm. and how you're viewing God through mm-hmm. it. And wow. that is just so the way I approach it, you know. Um, so I had cancer three and a half years ago, and I remember we were at the beach, walking on the beach, and I wasn't sure if I was going to have to have chemo and all this stuff. And I just came to this thing of like, Lord, I want to be somebody who submits to what you have for me. I don't want to rush through this. I want don't want to wish it away. I just want to trust that you're doing this for a reason. And I might never know what that reason is, you know, but you are good and you're faithful and you're all powerful and you're kind. And this is for my good right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though, you know, people on the outside don't think, you know, they're like panicking more than you are. You know, it's just like, no, it's this is a good thing. And Mm -hmm. something good is going to come out of this because that's who he is. So, I don't know. Did that answer? Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I'm getting ministered to. Um, It's not like uh, there aren't times of breaking down. You know, I think when the the cancer reoccurred, it was like, oh, okay, well. Well, and it was pretty, (laughs) I mean, the Sovereign Lord, we had this like surgeon who was really negative. I mean, I felt like I walked out of there thinking, so am I going to die? Like, what's going on? You know, but the Lord used that. To help me, like, I, I thought I kind of dealt with the whole death thing the first time, and I was like, oh, here it is again, and here it is, I'm fearful again, and here it is, I start crying if I think of leaving my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've still got to work through that, you know, and in his kindness, he he brought that lady into my life to, to you know, to show me that again, and wow. so that I would do the hard work to yeah. work wow. through that and be like, okay. If that's the Lord's will, I want to submit to that and not be fighting against it. So, I mean, some practical things we've done. We've been praying together at night uh, for about seven years now, um, partly inspired by sermons that our pastor C.J. Mahaney had done and then Tim Keller's book on prayer, mm-hmm. um, which has been really great. So, so since this season began... I've included just reading a portion of scripture, a psalm, just something, just to keep our thoughts on who is the Lord? Right. Yeah. Who is the Lord? Because that's what happens when we go through trials. We forget, who is the Lord? Yeah. Right. Who is he again? Mm. And uh, I was talking to someone just yesterday about you know hard times, trials, how can we trust God? And I, I referred to this passage in Acts 4, where they're praying and they lift their voices. They say, Sovereign Lord who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly in this city they were gathered together against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. Mm. So the the very worst tragedy in the world, mm. and certainly the disciples felt this, mm. 
was Jesus, the perfect Son mm-hmm. of Man, being put to death at the hands of Herod and Pontius Pilate and the Gentiles and the Jews. Hmm. And they were doing exactly, <laughs> this is just so great, yeah. they're doing exactly what God planned for them mm-hmm. to do. He's not responsible for their evil. They chose that. Mm-hmm. But he's using that mm-hmm. to accomplish the greatest news the world has ever heard, Mm -hmm. that we can be reconciled to God by trusting Mm -hmm. in the substitutionary death of Jesus Christ to pay for our sins. So if he can take that and plan that, well, certainly Mm. cancer, reoccurrence of cancer or whatever tragedy you're going through, he can bring good out of that too. Amen. So, you know, one of our prayers is just, we want to glorify Jesus during this season. Mm. And, uh, Oh, I love Julie more than ever. Um, and I love her like without hair too. Uh, and we talked about that beforehand. It's like, hey, you're going to lose your hair. And it's like, yeah, you know, she's got a great head for no hair. Um, but even if she didn't, it's like, that's just such a small thing right. if this is something yeah. that God planned for our good and mm. it's going to make us know Jesus better and trust him more. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, one small thing I would add to is just recounting God's faithfulness in your past. Mm. Like, I mean, I, I just always try to keep track of all the ways he has been faithful to me. So that's not going to yeah. stop now. Yeah. Nope. You know, and that's just who he is. And I recognize that, you know, the children of Israel it was always like, okay, this time he's not going to help us. You know, I don't, I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person that when something comes, it's like, okay, yes. can't wait to see what God's going to do. Wow. So. Yeah. Julie, thank you so much for being Amen. on the podcast. I mean, we had to like pull your arm Amen. to get you here. But you have I mean, even in this in these moments built up my faith. I'm mm, sure so anyone that's listening, it's built up their faith just to see God as big and glorious and sovereign. Yeah. Yes, he is. And worthy of our praise. Yes. So, yes. thank you so much yeah. for being yep. on. Your life is a testimony to that. Amen. And I am so privileged to be yeah. married to you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for joining us. And if you've listened to this and uh, you have a wife that would might benefit, encourage you to listen to it with her. Yeah. And uh, whatever your role might be, thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you again. Yep. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.